I've actually always done sculptures, like, um, you know, in art school and stuff. I did paintings and sculptures, but the paintings are really what people kind of know me for. But I've always made um, all different kinds of things. I've, and I've been making dolls since I was a kid. Like, I just have always made dolls, like, just made dolls. Um, so, Bloodsucker Hijack is, um, uh, yeah, it's a combination of, like, uh, dolls with the sort of, like, you know, miniature castle thing oh and I was also super into miniatures when I was little and my grandpa was one of those like model train guys so I really like dioramas and kind of like little you know settings with you know things like that so I think all my sculptures are sort of a little bit like that they're like a little, little mini dioramas in a way um bloodsucker hijack was basically um this idea of of uh the people call them witches but they're like actually little vampires like little parasitical vampires, and they um, they come out of these these castles. Um, so in Ultraviolence, then in the show, a lot of the paintings there's these castles and these little vampires. Um, and the idea, you know, again the metaphor of like you know empires, like a bunch of we just send in a bunch of like parasitical vampires that come out of this you know Trojan horse in a way um, to go and take over. So that's sort of like a metaphor for that that sort of awful thing. <laughs> Do you build these in your studio? Yeah, I build them and um, I, I have help from um, some people that help me fabricate them. Yeah, the Cherry Girl Liberation Army. There was another um, Philip K. Dick story, I forget the name of it, but um, it was like the end of the world, whatever, but it was kind of Terminator. It was like um, they had made all these robots um, in the shape of humans, the, the enemy, but they didn't know, they, this little boy like came to their camp and um, they didn't realize that like he was the, one of the models until they, like it started killing him and then they just saw like this whole army of these little boy robots kind of coming over the hill. <laughs> so it was kind of off that idea that like, there's like this army of, of child robots, but this, the Liberation Army, they're actually like on the side of good. Um, and they actually used to talk, they had a voice box in them, um, and they, they kind of babbled all this stuff that overlapped, but, um, when the voice boxes came back from Germany, they were, um, they'd gone through customs and, um, taken the tapes out, or they did something, because if you have electronics, there's something weird with customs, I don't know, so they got ruined. Um, anyway, so they're my little flying army of, because I need an army. I mean, that's the thing, like, you can't do anything yourself. You need, like, a little army. So, there they are. The prototype dolls that are in the show, they're, um, prototypes for my imaginary toy company, Pitco. Um, and I, I made them all myself. Um, they're made out of organic cotton, hemp, um, the fillings are all, uh, hemp fibers and kapuk fiber, which is from a, it's from a tree. Um, so my toy company, ideally, you know, everything is made um, non-toxic. So if you throw it in the landfill or your child eats it, like no one's gonna die. It's not gonna just like it'll disintegrate and just turn back into earth because it's made from natural things. There's no off-gassing. There's no like creepy. They're not made by slave children in China. They'd be made in California. They'd be made, you know, by giving people a real living wage. Um, you know, those are all things I believe in. Fair trade, um, you know, 
transparency in manufacturing. The problem is, um, I haven't been able to find anyone that will make them for me. 